0: Welcome to Diving Into Crypto, Diving Into Crypto, a weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to
1: you by AdLunum.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Diving Into Crypto, the show where we talk to the movers, the shakers, the candlestick watches, and everything that's happening in the Web3 space. This is the show that focuses on the journey of these wonderful players who are in the space taking us through not just their journey, but also the insights that they've learned along the way, which they will share with you so that you can benefit in your own journey when you are in this particular space. Uh, this show is brought to you by Ad Lunam, who is a trailblazer in the Web3 investment sphere, functioning as the world's leading gamified NFT-integrated Web3 investment platform. The company provides seedpad access, hands-on advisory services, and NFT integration, enabling users to transform communities' growth. We have a few exciting announcements that are coming up uh, as well. Uh, Steve, hold on till the end of the show for us to be able to do that. A few hygiene announcements. Our speaker is investing their time here today, so if you come across a gem that they have shared with you, by all means, give us a reaction, tweet about it, talk about it, and you can certainly ask your questions because at the end of the show, we're going to take a few minutes for some Q&A, which you can ask the the speaker directly. Uh, Our team will pick those up as you find them during the show. Also, uh, a few hygiene announcements just in case we get cut off. Please go back to AdLunum INC and you will find a link that will bring you back into uh, the room so that we can continue the show uninterrupted as much as possible. And uh, that being said, yes, I can see that the room is full up. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our special guest today, Mr. Philippe Lord. He is the president of Ubit and has been doing some fantastic stuff in the crypto space. He's He's got 25 years of experience in finance, a seasoned professional with expertise in business development, fundraising, and strategic leadership. All of which, Philippe, I'm going to ask you questions about today because this is something that everybody in the audience, no matter where they are in Web 2, Web 3, Web 1, across the globe, would certainly need to know a bit, uh, a little bit about or a lot about based on where they are at this time. And he also has profound knowledge of the crypto markets which encompasses coin and token issuance, both on centralized and decentralized exchanges. Moreover, Philippe has advised several Web3 companies in navigating bull and bear markets. Philippe, it's an absolute treat to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation and being here. Ladies and gentlemen, Philippe Lord, the president and co-founder
1: of Ubit. Philippe, you can say hi. Hi everybody! Thanks so much for uh, uh, letting me come on. It's a really uh, great honor. So yeah, uh, excited to be here. Super, super, super. So, um,
0: uh, Philippe, without without further ado, I'd like to I'd like to get dive right into it, right? So, um, tell us a little. you know I've read a small introduction about uh, about who you are, but I really want to know what got you into the space. So, tell us a little about your background. um, You know, as Uh, you as you before you started Uber.
1: Yeah, perfect. So was it, um, I was in uh, Asia for 20 years, you know, at a t- sort of top tier investment banks, doing investment banking. And then in 2017, I went along to a crypto conference and, um, you know, noticed what was going on, the disruption, and got very excited. In fact, it was Roger Beer that sort of uh, inspired me. Um, I watched him on stage and, um, you know, like, was like, there's something special going on here. I think Bitcoin was like I don't know, 2000 bucks. It went up to four, and then uh, and then come back, and then, then it went for the the twenty k rally. Uh, but yeah, it was it? Um, so I'd been investing in a lot of different crypto companies, and you know, sort of made some wins and made some losses. And when uh, SBF happened, I thought this was a great opportunity. You know, with the FTX crash, basically to mm. go all in. And I was very tight with uh, the VC that owned um, uh, a big chunk of Ubit, And um, you know, he approached me to come and join the board. You know, help out with the uh, the business development fund, fundraising, and uh, some amazing co-founders. Um, but you know, I, I was sort of better geographically placed to sort of help out with um, you know the mm-hmm. um, strategic deals. So basically, was it uh, yeah we. have been 11, I've been 11 months in Uber, and it was a very simple business. So I just wanted to, I, you know, there's a lot of complication in crypto, um, things that I don't understand, you know, and this is very simple. I wanted to be able to spend the tokens that I've got, you know, whether it's USDT, whether it's Solana or Ethereum or Bitcoin. And the card solutions out there were, like, expensive, you know, and also always converting back to a stable coin. I, I never use a card in my day-to-day life. I always use Apple Pay. Uh, what the guys created was basically Apple Pay for crypto. So, you yeah, we, um, know, we've got MVP, It's so not MVP, we're live in Europe now on Android. We're live mm-hmm. in uh, Android on iOS in the middle of the month. And then we go for an aggressive uh, rollout across the world afterwards, probably March, April. So a lot of exciting things going on. We've partnered with a lot of different protocols, which you'll see up and coming announcements shortly, um, to spend their tokens because... You know, there's no utility of a token if I can't go and buy a Starbucks with it, you know, or a pair of shoes or have dinner with my wife. So we yeah. saw that as a great opportunity. Also, we wanted to make it reasonable prices as well. By the time you do multiple conversions, your fees will end up being four or 5% you know, on conversions. As is very simple, it's 1.35% off of the spot mm-hmm. price. You know, we're not taking FX spread off of anybody. We want people to spend day to day living uh, costs, you know, on, uh, on our app.
0: All right. Okay. So, Philip, I want to pivot a little into uh, what, what you've said in terms of uh, sometime ago in 2015, you said you attended a, a crypto conference. I mean, over there, there had to have been something that, you know, put that switch on, that flipped that switch, which made you think to yourself, hey, Web3 is the space to be for me. Uh, tell us what that was like.
1: Yeah, actually, she was in a Grand Hyatt in uh, Causeway Bay in Hong Kong. And basically, I just saw a lot of energy in the room, a lot of people trading crypto. There was a lot of disruption from John McAfee back in the day, who was also on stage with Roger Ver. And I just felt like this is, can be really ripping up, ripping up the sort of financial uh, box, you know, that we're used to. You know, I think it, stock markets, you know, shouldn't be just, you know, an access to an individual country or, you know. Like you know, a luxury or or investment you know wealth products shouldn't be a luxury product you know access just for the rich so they should be you know able to be handed out to the masses and that's what crypto you know the bit that I like about crypto uh, is basically you know if you're sitting in Kenya if you're sitting in you know India or if you're right. sitting in you know USA you still have access to the exact same products whereas if you have to you know qualify or they don't operate in your country and you want to buy NVIDIA or Microsoft, it's hard, you know. Um, also, the other thing, you know, I know investment banks get paid to make a lot of, you know, we, there's no point in proving price, prices for, you know, when you work at an investment bank, you know, you're there to make money. You know, the, right. the, the cost of sending money is very, very expensive. You know, I just transferred you know, 10,000 pounds the other day from my UK bank account to my Dubai account, uh, my bank account, uh, and it cost me 300 pounds. And wow. it took a three days it's just pathetic you know so the people that really need the money you know if you're doing cross-border payments you know (laughs) yeah some of these people get paying 10 you know and it's like you know workers and you know people that really really need the money so i saw there was a gap that this is going to be disrupted and you know we can make faster payments at better prices you know so that was another thing that attracted to me the third and final thing is obviously like you know the u.s debt situation Right. You know, 34 trillion of debt people say they don't understand bitcoin yeah you know, how do you understand 34 trillion of debt you know there's 21 million bitcoins it's it's pretty easy to understand you know uh,
0: truly 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 i mean uh, you know some of the stalwarts they say of course debt is what makes the world go around we know it is money makes the world go around but now i'm certain that is crypto's gonna crypto is going to turn all of us on our heads uh, you know, the, the way that it's, it's being utilized. And of course, you guys are, are at the forefront of it. I, I find that extremely interesting when you say that, you know, you, you, you want to do a bank transfer and it takes three days. I mean, that's ridiculous.
1: It's crazy. You know, um, yeah, I, I'd much prefer to have my life in uh, Tether, you know, or, you know, <laughs> other stable coins. You know, I've got a friend working on a product called uh, DRAM, which is a basically an AED stable coin. He's ex head of SoftBank mm-hmm. Europe. And right. for Indians uh, working overseas and Pakistanis working overseas, they can literally, you know, get it's, it's stuff like that that can change the world and hand money back to people that really, really need it. You know,
0: truly, 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 truly. And of, and of course, I mean, it is it is something that uh, you know most of us have either had exp- uh, we either experienced it ourselves or you can see that it's it's something that that's been happening. Uh, you know, across the spectrum, especially when it comes to organizations even having to, to transfer money or to do business transactions. Uh, that's when it gets trickier, uh, especially when it becomes more time sensitive. So uh, super. OK. I, I think that 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 gives us a brief idea about, you know, where you stand and what got you uh, started in the, in the entire Web3 space. Um, but of course, at this point of time, you've you've started this great company, uh, you know, I, I, which is Ubin. And it's solving a real-world problem, right? Uh, what I want to understand, of course, is uh, walk us through some of the ways that mobile money or you know, payments that are, that are made almost instantly or for day-to-day transactions, right? How does, how does that work? And then let's go into a little bit about how uh, you know, Ubit solves that problem better.
1: Yeah, one of the uh, things that we haven't really talked about about Uber is if you have our wallet and uh, your friend has that wallet and you're in London and they're in I don't know, Mongolia, right? It's right. a free transfer, right? So if you transfer Tether or Solana to them, it's, you know, peer-to-peer, it's free, right? right. If you think about that, like workers overseas, uh, they want to send money back to their mother in the Philippines, say, right? So they're sitting in the U.S. and they're sending money back to their mother. Their mother then can off ramp that cash immediately any Visa, Visa Mastercard, you know, mm-hmm. machine anywhere around the world. I mean, that's incredible instant transfer, you know, and then spending, you know, in, in ten seconds at a, you know, a right. shop just down the road. Yeah, you know, the, the traditional institutions can't compete against that. You know, and there's there's some POS solutions out there like you know, uh, you know, finance pay etc. You know, if you've got to put right. ninety million pos systems out there it's going to be a long journey right visa mastercard's been at it for 30 40 years now you know so we didn't want to disrupt visa you know what's a great system you know paying on your credit card is, is amazing you know um you can right. go across across the world what we wanted to do is really disrupt the fees and give you the choice of the currencies and you know be it cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. to spend in truly uh, you know
0: and 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 of course, card payments came over, uh, card payments changed the way that, that people used to make traditional payments, which were, of course, uh, when it came to transactions globally, making the world uh, making the world market smaller, accessible to everybody, uh, where earlier you only had the option of a check or a bank transfer, and then you had to wait that large duration of time. Uh, in, in some cases, when you speak about remittances, I know that in some cases uh, earlier, remittances used to take as much as two weeks at a minimum. Uh, especially if crazy. it went from Asia or even across the, you know, even across the pond, so to speak, uh, when it
1: went to the US. Yeah, absolutely crazy, right? You know, um, I think in 2018, I saw a campaign outside uh, consensus in New York, outside the big conference, mm-hmm. right? And it was hilarious right. because basically there's all these bankers uh, dressed in suits, you know, with billboards up complaining, you know, Jamie Dimon said Bitcoin was a fake, you know, and uh, it's a scam. You know, and then they had other uh-huh. billboards saying, saying it's char- it's fine to charge Mexican workers nineteen percent to send money back back home. Like, wow. but basically, basically it was you know they all looked like they were in a big demonstration. What it was was a, a crypto company that had hired those people to be actors, and they were just making joke out of the system. You know, you know, which is, is true. I, you know, you shouldn't be charging these out- outrageous fees. You know, it's it's crazy. So we wanted to. um, Cut fees, make it easy for people, easy easy for people to pay. I think as well, um, you know, U.S. tends to dominate the regulation. You know, certainly noise wise, you know, and you know, a last count, there were six and a half billion people outside of the U.S. and Europe, right? And right. a lot of those countries depend on the the, the uh, U.S. dollar as their their currency. They're not benefited from having a stable political system, you know, with, with no corruption. So yeah, Tethers and, and Circle, um, you know, are used in way, 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 way more outside of the US. You know, if you've got a country like Argentina with bad debt problems and corruption and, you know, um, you know your, currency, your currency is depleting like by 40, 50 percent, you know, Turkey last year, you know, you don't want to be in your local currency. You want to be in a, in a stable coin like Tether, but you also want to be able to spend it, you know, so your power of, you know, spending right. that cash is a lot more indeed 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 indeed
0: and man I mean there there are some some real horror stories of course uh, when it comes to payments getting lost uh, using using Swift or sometimes even bank transfers mm. and you know, going to the wrong accounts uh, which is which is where I'm certain that the blockchain takes care of uh, so many of those problems uh, a lot more a lot more easily a lot uh, more uh, economically and certainly with speed yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when when you say okay, so tell us a little bit about uh, about Uber's payment system. I mean, you you said that this is something that you you all developed. It was, of course, a labor of uh, uh, a lot of thought and ideas that came together from a team. uh, And you know, when you when you see your team out there, you you see that they they are a team that has been very very passionately involved in 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 this entire space. So tell us a little about how how all of that got together.
1: Yeah. So look, um, everybody in the team is about thirty-four of us. There's uh, two amazing co-founders. I'm present, I can't claim victory for um, you know starting the company. I've, I've come in later to uh, you yeah, know help it progress. Was it? But basically, um, you yeah, know, the two co-founders, amazing technologists. Uh, they're based in uh, Tel Aviv, and uh, then another co-founder is based in Singapore. So you know, we have around thirty-four staff. Um, we've been building the product for about eight or nine months um, you yeah, it's been idea for I would say 18 months um, and you know the logistics the logistics in the back end it sounds very simple to do but the logistics in the back end you know the compliance right. in the back end is where the uh, the problems uh, have been solved so yeah we went live about two three weeks ago in Europe on Android iOS uh, in the middle of this month and then global rollout um, uh-huh. In terms of the funding, you know, we achieved just a great milestone in the company. Uh, we've been going out for funding last, last year, um, even though we thought we were, we had a great product. And sometimes, you know, like Warren Buffett says, keep it simple, stupid, you know, that motto. And that's our kind of motto there, right? We, we're solving what we thought was like an obvious problem, but a, a highly scale, scalable problem, you know? So... Mm-hmm. We we went out and we got the knockback off a lot of venture capitalists and a lot of investors. You know, we really started this process probably February last year, but we set our eyes on you know some, you know, targets. Uh, you know, there were our dream targets, and I sort of say this as you know to entrepreneurs out there, it is a it is a big grind getting funding. Right last year, especially because we were in a massive bear market, and we've only really done a bull market eight weeks. But, you know, mm-hmm. keep that vision board up, keep focused, know that you're building a, a really scalable product and you're offering consumers a great and great uh, product. So we targeted, um, you know, Tether because that's like the Federal Reserve of crypto, right? They're making $3 billion a quarter. But, you know, we wanted, we knew people are going to be spending Tether, you know, so we thought we solved a problem for them. You know, they already do lots of transactions, whether it's in crypto exchanges or cross-border payments, but actually, you know payments into shops that's the problem we wanted to solve we wanted people spending it every day so we approached them and you know obviously they wanted to do their due diligence and make sure the uh product worked um we Mm -hmm. saw that they did a test transaction you know we were in testnet and they did a transaction you know uh, close to their office at a beach bar and uh we were like yes we were so happy but was it um the other one as well, and uh, this is a good story because I saw Anatoly from Solana on stage at Permissionless, and yeah, I was mm-hmm. overwhelmed by his presence, you know, uh, like his um, his vision and like the audience that absolutely adored him, right. So I hadn't right. really traded around in Solana, but I was like, this guy's this guy's like Vitalik or you know, CZ, you know, people love this guy. And so I like, saw him walking around the conference and I was like, you know what, damn, I'm going to go over to him. So I went over to him and approached him and said, look, you know, this is what we're doing. And oh, said, yeah. I think it's, we'd love to get Solana on there. I wasn't asking for money. You know, I was just wanted to do something with Solana and um, because I knew they had a great community and if we added that token, we'd get more users. Anyway, he liked the product so much, Uh, he sort of gave us a check and uh, I said, "I didn't intend to do that. So, I just, I knew that he's uh, one of the special uh, people in the um, industry. And then, you know, so like good hustle I would say to entrepreneurs out there that are looking for funding is, is, you know, key, solve a problem, get a vision board of who you want in the cap structure and, you know, where you want to open and stuff like that and keep focused on that prize. Um, we've got another amazing investor in this uh, called CMCC, one of, they're one of the funds um, we've known for many years, uh, incredibly due diligent fund. I think anything they invest in, they really do the work on the company and they also kick in a lot of value as well to the company with introductions to new partners. So I mean, yeah, look, two, three days of the announcement after the announcement, they're already kicking in huge value. And the same with 468 Capital, Um, yeah, super excited to have them on the cap structure. So we really had, you know, we put Ronaldo, Messi and David Beckham and, you know, uh, Pele on on a football pitch in terms of our investors, you know.
0: true true i mean those are those are obviously some those are obviously some well-known people in the industry uh you know fantastic yeah. backers for, for you to have on your team and exactly like you're saying right the ronaldo's the messies uh you know and the beckhams being uh, being on the same team is is certainly a a, a dream team that's there
1: yeah and yeah. that that does help you in the uh, long run you know having one that as a as accreditation uh but also you yeah, know we plan to you yeah, know really go aggressive on user acquisition. And, you know, I think uh, we're already we're seeing the benefits of having those type of investors in your cap structure, but the introductions that they can make as well. Super.
0: Uh, Philip, I've got to ask, though. I mean, you know, in, investors invest not in the solution. They invest in the team that's behind it, right? Um, at, at some point, the three of you as, as founders probably, you know, sat at a coffee shop, spitballed some ideas or you know met at some place and then decided that you know you'd come together and and create uber tell us about that journey
1: yeah um you know as i say i you know amran and aaron founded the company with eric um and really i i saw the opportunity uh you know and so you know i invested in the company and uh, said i'd like to you know go on the you know board of the company you know i saw the opportunity but you know um yeah there's a lot of sleepless nights last year where we were like god why can't we, you know why you know we've got to go faster on the technology but we need more money you know? and you know all the stress that you got but amran uh, uh is an amazing technologist you know uh, really is a big credit to him he's very disciplined has an amazing team around him you know, for me, you know, I'm more on the uh, fundraising and the business development side, you know, so strategic relationships and, uh, you know, we all complement. I think if you're looking for co-founders in a business, mm-hmm. find the opposite right. of what you are, right? You know, if you think you're a superhero power at, you know, technology, find the uh, the Elon Musk, you know, of, um, you know, the promotion but Your skills side, are complementary. You know. Is that how you mean? Yeah, you've got to, they complement, you know, you, you know, not everybody can be like Elon Musk. They're on their mission. Philip, right? I think As I've
0: you. lost sound um, for a second. I lost it? you there for a second. Sorry. Last thing we told you say was, uh, you know, if you if you want to find a killer team, find the opposite of
1: what you are. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's very few founders in the world like Elon Musk, where you're on a mission. Nothing's going to stop you from mm-hmm. building that electric car. But you also be, right. need to be mercenary, right? You need to be a salesman to get that cash in and do the deals, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, generally what you find with founders is like, you know, one is good at one, you know, that's the reason why Elon Musk is worth $200 right? But, you know, um, you know, if you've got two or three founders, everybody's, you know, as operations, you know, like I see so many great business plans, you know, I invest a lot. I see so many great business plans, but you know, the back end is disastrous, right? So you have got to have the tightest back end because investors won't invest, you know, if it's a, you know, if it's a, mess in the back end so you know a coo slash glo you know a technologist and somebody that can do business development fundraiser you know the three big key components for me you know um in a company when i invest true 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 true
0: uh and and yes you you find you find the best investments coming in with of course the best teams who are able to be have who have that complementary skill set to be able to take something to the next level. They need to, they need to be able to, to depict that, uh, not just on paper, but also in the way that they, they present themselves. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, okay. So I believe you've taken us a bit through the, uh, through your background, uh, the journey of how Ubit came, came about some of the financial system that exists, uh, you know, um, and how, how your solutions changing that, right? Um, to, of course, make it more convenient to, for people to pay, you, you have uh, this experience of conducting you know, a crypto tap. Uh, and I remember, uh, I, I recall watching on, on one of the channels that you had a demo from uh, Nikita Sachdeva of Luna PR, uh, you know, where, where she does this video and she walks down in, in, in Dubai, picks up a ninja drink uh and
1: and pays for it using uber right <laughs> tell tell us exactly. uh, tell us how
0: that how that works and how that how that came about
1: yeah look i mean we've all been spending money now so obviously nikki has a good uh, presence so yeah we want people to uh, see it so we got nikki on uh, to do that and uh yeah, <laughs> lynn has been helping aggressively on the uh, marketing side they've done an excellent job in terms of the um, the other person recently was Roger Beer from Bitcoin Cash. You know, I was at Satoshi Roundtable the weekend. You know, Roger's with the reason why I got into crypto. You know, I'm I, you know, really inspired by him. And basically, I said to Roger, look, I'm going to load up Bitcoin Cash. I would love to show it to you. Sorry, I've just got a bit of background noise. Just give right. me sec. Sure. Okay, well that yeah, well, so, Philippe, sorry.
0: Speak, out the background. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Philip. I was just gonna tell so, the yeah. audience to use the emojis for you know for every gem that they've come across because i I've got so many myself. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so Satoshi Roundtable, if you haven't heard of it, but it's like the 500 leaders, you know, of, of crypto go there for five days and, like, yeah, whether it's, you know, whether it's Solana or you know, Binance or, yeah, you know, Bybit or whatever, right? Yeah, a lot of pretty different protocol leaders and visionaries in the industry. So I saw Roger and I went up to him and said, Look, buddy, I want to just buy your coffee on, uh, you know, Bitcoin Cash. I had it loaded up. He's like, Oh, you know, you need a POS system or something to do that. I'm like, No, I'm, I'm going to just. I loaded it up this morning. I'm gonna buy a coffee with um, Bitcoin Cash. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, if you can do that, I'm gonna video. It and I'm gonna post it. I'm like, "But you're a legend!" <laughs> and so kindly, Roger did it. You know, so you can all watch us on my uh, or on the YouTube, uh Twitter. You know, and uh, yeah, fuck. I I wish we could afford to hire him as a salesman if he wasn't a billionaire. You know. <laughs> Indeed, I mean, like, there there is no better endorsement than
0: somebody that's using it shows that it works and loves it right it, it is so natural so authentic and there's yeah, you know there's no amount of money that that could make up for that
1: yeah and that's what we want and like uh you know as we hit you know uh, aggressive rollout you're going to see a lot more cool videos we love the TikTok generation style video and memes and stuff like that and you know mm-hmm. right now you know all these tokens have got utilities of you know different stuff but like i want to buy i want to buy a coffee or i want to buy a beer or whatever it is right that's a good utility you know i mean e- easy as right i mean if you're going if you're going to deplete
0: your 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 bank account so uh, uh, you know the 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 reason i'm coming to that is because i i know that there's more places on the planet that do not allow you to purchase crypto uh beyond the peer to peer system Right, uh, you can't buy it on your credit card. You have to use a back a system that's not entirely regulated, and in many times, of course, not safe. And there are huge disadvantages to you know to, to be able to on ramp uh, any amount of crypto into a wallet uh, and and be in the system.
1: Yes, but you know, I mean, um, look, you know, we're we believers in you know strong KYCAML. You know, there's a, a, a fast process on our system. We've got it down with uh, amazing, uh, amazing company. You know, so you on ramp in like thirty seconds. So you AML in thirty seconds, and then you mm-hmm. put, send money into our wallet, and then you'll go downstairs and spend it on whatever right so the, the crypto has checked in the background as well we, we're we really compliant we don't want to break any rules everybody likes going to the united states so you know we're not trying to there are crypto solutions out there with a lot of these credit cards where you can get you know ten thousand buck limits and no kyc and that's just a short game we're a long game we're going to be a unicorn company you know we're going to get mass mass user adoption we've got some incredible deals coming up you know, with big users, um, with, you know, a, a solution as well, we'll be able to partner with wallets. So hopefully one day you'll just know that it's, it's a, a um, you know, a payment solution within Trust or MetaMask, you know, um, that's the way we'd like to be. But at the moment we're going B2C. Um, but yeah, we'd like to be the, uh, the off ramp payment solution for a lot of exchange wallets and wallets out there um, and do something really good, make it simple. Indeed, indeed. And
0: uh, Philip, I want to dive more a bit into, you know, how that, you know, uh, how that works. I mean, give us give us an, give us an idea uh, that, you know, obviously you can tap and pay and that's the, that's the back end. Somebody can download the app, load their wallet in
1: some way, and then go go ahead and use it. Is it as simple as that? Simple as that. Uh, it's like three clicks. Like, we, that's the whole thing. We wanted to make the user experience the best user experience. You know, simple is good. You know, it shouldn't be this complex. Look, would I advise, you know, we have really strong custody solution with fire blocks, you know, but would I advise somebody to hold all their crypto, you know, you know on their wallet? No way. Whereas it's, uh, not that I believe it's unsafe, but you should hold it on a ledger. You should hold it, you know, hidden away somewhere, right? If you've got millions of dollars, hold it there, right? But if you want to go spend 10 grand or, you know, 500 bucks or whatever, you know, use us, right? So, yeah. you know that's um yeah yeah it's 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 a
0: lot simpler it's a lot uh you know it, it's a lot more utility for something that you don't obviously you don't want to you don't want to see uh getting lost uh and of course you <laughs> you know you don't want it ending up in a landfill somewhere just by when when someone
1: cleans your house no you, you know you're cool holding <laughs> you should look on a ledger in a safe deposit box and you know <laughs> Be as paranoid. Evidence tells us that, right?
0: Indeed, 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 it does. All right. Okay. So, um, uh, Philippe, great, great uh, insights about the journey, about you know the the utility, and of course, a little bit about the team. Um, I want to ask you about about this part with Ubit before I go into a little bit about your community. All right. So, um, you know, when it comes to building a, a product like Ubit, you obviously you want to have. Um, to allay the fears and move away from what has been pain points with other com- competitors or those that are, um, you know, s- similar products in your same space, right? Uh, and and that comes with having the right type of you know support and resources, uh, especially when it comes to you know new world of when you're offering this new world of currencies or when you're uh, disrupting mobile payments which has been a different uh, experience for a lot of people, right? Um, can you shed a little light about, you know, how that how that works with Google?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, the current solutions are you send money into a credit card, you know, um, and, but generally you're paying four to, you know, minimum two and a half percent, but up to, you know, four to 5% for the uh, fees. Yeah, right. as is very simple. It's 1.35%. So that's a competitive advantage as well. Also, I don't want to wait two, three weeks for a credit card to be delivered. You know, or I don't want to, you know, have to worry which region I'm in. I'm in. You know, I I'm in sitting in Dubai. You know, right. I would like to download an app and I want to spend it. That's it. End of story. You know. Also, we do generate an, a, a, a credit card number in the app so if you want to go on amazon or you want to go buy your daily shopping you know using your tether or whatever right you know you can use it you know but i I don't i honestly don't have a credit card you know i have apple pay you know and so that's uh that's the solution you know so i i'm I'm now now you've aroused my curiosity
0: right um you're somebody who's been in finance for as long as you've been in finance uh and and still are right In, in so many ways um, I have to ask, what is the, uh, what's holding you back from the credit card? What, what is the, what is the one thing that
1: we, what are the things that we should know? About? I just don't, I just, I just don't use we, The world doesn't, most people don't, I don't know, don't use credit cards anymore. They put it into their Apple mm-hmm. pay and then now use it on Apple pay. We just fast track that, you know, it's a better solution. Also, you know, um, the merchants don't see who, who bought what, you know, whereas they do on uh, credit card solutions. So, you know, yeah, it's just a faster, faster, quicker to market, and with less fees. Indeed, indeed, indeed. We tr- we tried to be, we tried to dis- disrupt, you know, the current solutions out there to the best of our abilities, and that was price, and that was like timing of getting credit cards, right? You know, and. You know just ease also multiple transactions i have a dbs account in singapore and i got to say dbs credit uh, dbs bank account solution is very good mm-hmm. you know for the personal banks i can go around i can spend singapore dollars or i can spend yeah aed and uh, they've, they've made it nice for uh, the uh, the consumers there but that's what so that basically I, t- I took we took that as you know precedent and like said well we can do that with usdt doge solana you know um ethereum bitcoin you know or, on, in terms of the currencies that are listed, you know they are the big cap. We want the big cap ten. We'll go up to about fifty currencies. Right. What we're going to be doing is partnering with some of the strategic protocols. Uh-huh. You know, ideally, uh, you know anybody that's uh, founder of uh, a protocol like Charles Hoskinson Cardano or you know, Anatoly Solano. You know, hopefully we can get yeah, you know some. Um, and get them spending, and make a video one day, like Roger. They've been inspired by Roger, so you know. Um, let's see. I have to push hard. Well, well, well. Fingers crossed, it works
0: out. And you already have present. Thank you. <laughs> Super. All right. But, you know, I. The, it's interesting that you that you mentioned that uh, this that the solution you're able to utilize in in these. Uh, in, in spaces like, for example, like you mentioned, you know, you, whether you're in Singapore or whether you're in Dubai or whether you're, you know, across the pond in the U.S., uh, the, the beauty being that you can, you know, like you said, generate a card and then use, use that there. It solves a major problem when it comes to having to exchange money or, you know, um, work with Forex. Because right now, um, for those of us that don't have um, the ability to, to um exchange or, or rather the, the solutions available at this point of time let's let's put it this way the solutions available at this point of time is you get a forex card or you go you, you have to carry cash and then use forex at an exchange counter you know in in another place recently when i was at i was at singapore in, uh, for token 2049 right uh, and i had um, i had us dollars with me uh, and the, but the one way that i could uh, you know use that to spend instead of incurring high transaction and conversion fees on my credit card I had to go over to uh, a money changer right uh, and, and have it exchanged there for, for cash but then I had to carry all that cash across the entire
1: time that I was there Yeah no nah, it's it's just not that's just not functioning right you know so I think I think there's better solutions like also okay you're you're talking about physical you know US dollars to Singapore dollars right, right. that's expensive mm-hmm. crypto is just the next level you know I mean off ramping crypto has been a nightmare you know so we just simplified it you know i can literally walk around the world i can be in so house in new york buy a beer buy lunch or i can be in paris and buy some shoes And then the next day I can be in Hong Kong, you know. And there are a lot of, um, you know, obviously crypto people that travel and decentralized economies and everything. Or even if we just go at the other end of the spectrum where people like, you know, Silicon Valley startups are all like, you know, focused on cost base now. And like, you know, they, you know, what they were, they were raising 50 million bucks before. Now they're raising 5 million bucks, you know. So they're not taking those engineers and stuff like that in Silicon Valley. They're like, I can hire those engineers in Turkey or India or Ukraine or Belarus. And those guys are getting paid in, you know us dollars or usdt you know so but they want to be able to spend it immediately they don't want to get you know ripped off at the local currency level so you know you know there's a lot of um we see the you know the um overseas worker market as a huge market for us
0: truly um you know as as you've mentioned a lot of our listeners come in uh, from the philippines from vietnam from turkey uh, you know, in uh, from from India, from Pakistan, uh, I was checking our website today, even, you know, some parts of, of Europe and, and Africa, uh, and I've recognized that most of those places don't have a proper off-ramp solution. Um, you know, would Ubit be a
1: solution for them to be able to utilize the, the, the-, yeah. the one? 100%. It's, there's NFC tech which allows you to tap, right? Google uh, Google and Apple Pay do have a bit of a monopoly on it, right? Um, so it's not, yeah, in the US and Europe and uh, UAE and uh, Hong Kong and Singapore, it's, uh, most places accept Apple Pay. Uh, but other countries, so India, I think, gets updated in June. That's going to be a big target market for us. Obviously, Turkey's already in existence. So I think uh, if we're not live there now, we will be shortly there, live there. You know, there's going to be a big target market, and especially because the currency weakens, you know. But, you know, everybody knows you can hire amazing staff and, uh, you know, tech staff and uh, creative staff in uh, Turkey. So, you know, those people are receiving, a lot of people are receiving Tether. So we want to allow them to quickly spend it, you know, in their day-to-day living. Indeed. So um, Same with Brazil, Argentina, El Salvador, et cetera. Oh, that, that's that's absolutely super. There's, uh, you know, there's and sorry, Philippines, Vietnam. I'm telling you all our target markets now. But anyway, yeah, was it um basically anywhere outside of the U.S. and Europe is our target market. Uh, that's that's brilliant. And I'm glad that you're sharing that because a lot of our listeners
0: come in coming from these places, they obviously want to know. That you know, a solution like this is available. You can see a lot of them are, are excited about it. Uh, you know, those that are on the show right now, those that will tune into the show uh, later based on their particular time zone, um, and you know, the the if they have the ability to be able to utilize a product, uh, a solution that you've got developed for them, uh, you know, that that I'm certain is something that's that's going to be a huge win.
1: Hundred percent you know uh, it's a it's a pain point and uh we would love to uh, yeah and i think tether you know uh, proves this they have 100 million wallet holders mm-hmm. you know we get 2 million right in a quick period of time we're, we're proving it right but i think you know our target is uh, aggressive you know we have an aggressive rollout so Truly. Um, I, it, I find it interesting because a few days ago, I,
0: I, did, I did read, uh, oh, no, I think it was uh, maybe a month and something ago where I read that uh, in India, they have a system called UPI, if I'm not mistaken, if, I, if I've got that right, UPI. And apparently that's you know, uh, disrupted um, the standard method of cash payments, bringing more people to online digital currencies. Uh, would you be looking at them as a sort of part, a partner, or is that something again that you know you 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 would uh, improve on?
1: Yeah, I think uh, it's a bit complex, so I won't go into it. But definitely from the middle of uh, June, July, I think uh, India will be uh, yeah, this product will be available there. You know, um, but yeah, I think you know even the current system GP over there is amazing. My wife gives a lot of money to. Um, to charity for girls okay. in slums there, you know? Right. So last year we went on a, uh, you know, sort of, um, yeah, just teach kids, you know, stuff in the, in the slums and, you know, spend a couple of days with them and, you know, make some donations. I'm buying him cotton candy and I'm buying it off a street vendor and I'm just tapping uh, my GPay on the phone, you know, and I'm spending Indian rupees. He's got it immediately in his account. Uh, India is way in advance, you know, of uh, you know, mobile payments. Crypto is a bit of a... Um, Let's say not grey area. Uh, it's called illegal, I think. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But anyway, I know we'll be able to operate there from uh, middle of uh, June, July. Oh, super! I mean, you know, glad uh, glad that you're making forays into
0: into into the markets where where these these solutions are most definitely needed. Uh, you you have a large development. Um, you you have a large team of developers. You get paid in crypto. That I know come out from from India from uh, a southern state in India called Bangalore. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's, that's certainly something to, to look forward to. So that that expansion, those expansion plans of yours, you know, more power to you and the team.
1: I first went to India in India in '93 actually, and it's, it, I got to say it's incredible what uh, Modi's done uh, in the past uh, ten years. Yeah, there was you know it was always growing, but in the past ten years, it's uh, it's uh it's just a you know one-way bet on growth that country, and I'm very bullish on India. I'm also married to a Sikh, uh, if you're American, but yeah, so uh, it's India's always dear in my heart. Uh, but uh, but get your point, yes.
0: Well, oh, as they say, right, but behind every great product is a great community, right? Um, you know, UBIT's UBIT success is, is so dependent on the fact that it, it has a growing family, uh, one that's, that's, you know, that, that is committed to it, that's, that's using it, that loves it uh, and, is, and is growing. But of course, to, to get that started, it, it must have been a challenge. So uh, what have been some of the learnings you've had to develop that community?
1: Yeah, look, like, um, yeah, I think, you know, provide a good solution to uh, the community. Otherwise, you're not going to get any interest, right? So we've had interest. Um, and then you've got to have, you know, growth hackers and, you know, strategy for growth. And um, yeah, we work with uh, good firms there on that. Um, in the future, we're going to be doing a lot more partnerships with protocols. You know, we'd like to you know, get, you know, leading protocols to, and you'll see some come out in coming weeks, but you, you'll see, um, you yeah, know, basically us either giving, giving giveaways, you know, of like, you know, XYZ protocol token, you know, to, a, you know, if you spend this and make a video, you'll win this or whatever, you know, so we really want to get people using this, you know, um, so I think there's, uh, you know, I can't say too much because we haven't announced it but, or announced uh, these yet, but there's going to be a lot of partnership deals as we come out, you know, if, whether it's NFT drops as well. That's going to be a big thing. You know, we want to get adoption and people spending and making it a day-to-day function for everybody.
0: Super, super. I'm glad to hear it, Philippe, And i And, you know, uh, as I said, more power to you and the team to be able to, to do that. Um, so to pivot before I, yeah, before we go to the next question, right? Um, when you when you told us that, or rather in your in your bio, we read out that you know, okay, you've you've worked through bull markets and bull cycles and bear cycles, right? Um, give us an insight into what your main learnings have been from the bull, and then of course the bear.
1: I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's easy to say, but don't forget to sell the bear the bull market, you know, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> It's, um yeah, uh, be counter-cyclical. I went counter-cyclical by investing in UBIT, you know, 24 months or 18 months ago. So, you know, SBF had just happened. And I was like, okay, look, you know, prices have settled down. It's been crazy. You know, when you see crazy yeah. amounts of money being made, you know, like we saw 24 months ago in crypto. And, right. um, you know, you just like, look, how long is this going to last? And, you know, six months later, FTX blew up. So... Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, if you're looking at the Armageddon, you know, and it's all over, you know, I thought crypto was done last year. I didn't think it was done, but like people thought it was done last year. Everybody's jumping on the AI bandwagon, you know, and I think AI is amazing. Um, I don't think we've even seen, you know, we're in the first year of the AI boom. Uh, but right. yeah, a lot of people are switching from crypto to AI and you know, now they have switched back. I've seen you know, people make incredible money in the past eight weeks, but we've got another good 18 to 19 months of a bull market here and um, interest rates look like they're going lower in the US now. You know, It's an election year. We've got Bitcoin ETF approved. You know, the grayscale um, flows come out and going back into uh, the other ETFs. And, uh, and more buying and then we're looking at Ethereum ETF, and then we got the halvening. I think it might be a little bit bumpy over the halvening, um, yeah. you know, as we transition through. But no, no, like they make twenty-one, they made 21 million bitcoins, right? And they've got 34 trillion of debt, right? I know where my, I would prefer to have my money over the next five to 10 years
0: indeed 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 i mean may between april and may there's there's going to be a lot of excitement ahead between the halving and uh the fmoc meeting where hopefully they they cut some interest rates but uh wh- what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah leh would you want to pay that money on your issuing t bonds you know um you know this look, is, is it good for the economy? Will it jack inflation? Probably. But, you know, also, you know, the cost of U.S. borrowing is bloody expensive. And the cost of everybody else's borrowing is bloody expensive. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, forgetting the, yeah, and also the economy is doing pretty well. I think the U.S. housing market is it's pretty stable. I mean, it is an incredible economy where, you know, you think it's all over. And then, you know, as universities just spit out some new Stanford kids that, create the next Facebook or the next WhatsApp and, you know, or the next NVIDIA, you know, and, you know, um, you know, and, and other countries are catching up, like India, China, obviously, you know, India's just spitting unicorns the whole time. The stock market's on fire, so, you know, um, as a Brit, I feel a little bit disheartened about the UK, I have to admit, you know, I think we're in negative GDP growth and uh, looking for a political change there, so I'm not investing in the UK. I'm sticking to... You know, Middle East, US, and uh, India at the moment.
0: Hmm, fair enough. I think uh, my my thoughts on the matter are going to be uh, centered towards you know if they if they continue with their growth of innovation, uh, they're going to stay they're going to stay ahead of the curve uh, constantly. And I think that that's that's the one thing that's that's kept them um, at the head of the curve uh, over the last sixty years at least. Um, you know, just just being at the forefront of innovation since well in in many ways well no, more than more than 60 years now uh, prior to prior to world war 1 uh, you know and, and and i think that that's been for, for them uh, one of the biggest points that has pulled them out of uh, you know the great depression uh, and like you're saying you know the debt crisis that that keeps coming up uh, they find innovative ways to to make the world um, I better. I wouldn't say better with products, but the thing is, uh, you know, that that innovation is really what what puts them puts them at the head of the curve. And I think that so long as that spirit keeps going, um, you know, they're gonna have an advantage, at the very least.
1: Yeah, like education is a, is an amazing thing, and I think those top Ivy League universities create incredible companies. You know, mm-hmm. so but IIT in India is also yeah, unicorn central. So. Um, bullish on uh, uh oxford and cambridge as well so you know if you've got entre- entrepreneurs out there you know want to be entrepreneurs honestly you know as much as it says don't study and start a business study study yeah. as much as you can and start a business at the same time i've actually invested in a uh, uh a young russian kid out of london uh, in a uh, actually a gambling business um uh, and uh you know he's like 19 no he's 18 you know and uh, i'm shocked at how much traction the, the kid has got you know but he's studying at oxford at the same time so oh that's that's brilliant i think i think
0: um i think gamble fi is going to be a, a a flavor this this year uh, a completely understated flavor but you can see that there is uh, movement flowing and chatter that's that's getting into that sector
1: yeah, for sure. Was it, um, I've got a lot of friends, you know, uh, some of the titans of uh, the gambling industry, and uh, basically, was it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> rightly, or not, I don't gamble myself, and I don't recommend it. I don't like the numbers, but you know, people do it, you know, and you know, the numbers are crazy. I think what's going on with Telegram, Ton, and Open Network, you know, um, is crazy. There's a, a bot, bot casino called Whale, and literally mm-hmm. three clicks, you're gambling on it. I, I, I would recommend it not to gamble, not to gamble. It's at at Whale, not to gamble on it, but to see the user experience of how quickly you can get onto a casino table from your Telegram. It's crazy. And that that leads me onto Telegram, right? You know, it's very hard to get developers onto Ton, right? There's 3,000 devs at the moment. So anybody looking to learn something, learn (laughs) uh, to develop on Ton, because I think there's high demand. But when you've got 850 million users on Telegram network, Mm-hmm. Uh, that's already a big, easy, um, you know, easy distribution. And uh, the, WhatsApp's very behind. You know, if you look at WeChat and Line, yeah, the user experience of like for e-commerce and gambling and yeah, you know, general commerce, uh, the to to buy things, watch things, yeah, is amazing. WhatsApp's like you know an antique in comparison. And you know, I didn't get Telegram three, four months ago, but when I've seen the way the casinos are operating on I mean, it, it's oh my gosh, like, you know, like you want to start any form of B2C business within Telegram. It, it's it's crazy what's going on. So developers out there, I'll be learning Ton. I think there's a lot of money. Ton, I know the Ton Foundation uh, chairman very well and a, a couple of their bit large investors. Amazing. Amazing what's going on there. I think uh, Ooh, that I'm could sure. be an Ethereum competitor at some point. It, and it should. I
0: mean, most of most of Web three lives on lives on Telegram. Uh, you know, it, it appears I don't know the last couple of days, um, or rather the last couple of months, most people have have come back and um, have noticed that uh, when it comes to WhatsApp, it's there's suddenly a heavy surge in uh, in data that that the data and battery life that's being consumed by just that one app, right? Head and shoulders over everything else. Agreed. So, um, yes, and and I know that they're listening now, so WhatsApp, if any of your customer service people are out there, you know what you have to do. Uh, Quit listening to the calls and and synthesizing data and focus on the good stuff so you have more users and better solutions, uh, you know, and give Telegram a run for their money. But, hey, uh, you know, you got to really implement that. (laughs) So (laughs) there you go. Uh, okay, super. Uh, we're coming close to the end of our show, Philippe, but I don't want to let you go without, without asking you uh, two, two more questions before I take one more from the audience, which I, which I can see up here. Um, that is, what do you see as the future of Web3 and the crypto industry? What's your vision that, that it's going to disrupt? And especially since you're, you, know, you have a background in finance, how do you see it disrupting everything over the next five years? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, obviously Bitcoin's a store of wealth. I think, you know, as I mentioned, you know, building businesses within Ton and Telegram is going to be, we, we haven't even seen the start of it. We're like five, four, four four months in. I think that's going to be crazy. Solana is doing amazing things. Um, I think, you know, I'm not too complex, so I won't go into the type of, uh, you know, I think the DeFi products are amazing as well. They're out there. Um But yeah, basically allowing to, you know, with stock markets, if I've got an account with NASDAQ, you know, I'm a European, it's easy for me, but a lot of countries can't invest, you know, whether you're sitting in Africa, it's not that easy to you know, buy NVIDIA or Microsoft, you know, the best companies in the world. And I think that's what crypto does. It allows you straight away to, you know, go and get a cryptocurrency account and then go buy the best, you know cryptocurrencies out there with Bitcoin, Ethereum, buy the top ten, you know, if somebody's starting, I'd I'd stick to the the top tens. The uh, you know, picking uh, the, the the twenty thousand uh, cryptocurrency is, is harder. But you know, follow the tech and, you know, invest in those type of things. I think security tokens never really have taken off because yeah, they're generally paying either a poor yield, you know, comparative to what, you know, some of the utility right. coins are taking. But I do think that is going to be a big industry. Like I would personally like to invest in Andreessen Horowitz fund. You know, it's making a security token on a, um, mm-hmm. you know, an investment into the, um, uh, the Andreessen Horowitz fund, right? You know, right. that makes sense. You know, maybe I'll put 10,000 bucks into it, right? I don't want, you know, I think a minimum ticket is 10 million bucks there, right? But why shouldn't I have access to it? And I think that's going to be one of the most exciting things. Premium product that was for either for university endowments or, you know, pension funds, you know, um, or just super high net worth individuals that are now able to be, you know, put on a token format. And it doesn't matter whether you're sitting in Lagos or you're sitting in Ullamantar or Hong Kong, you'll be able to buy a fraction of that product and have the same economic benefits as if you were as a billionaire sitting in New York, you know, that made the phone call, you know, to get into that product. So I think that's going to be huge. The same applies to the properties as well. So I'm very bullish on, you know, um, you know, access for access to all. Would you prefer to sell, you know, mm-hmm. to you know, 50 million people, or would you prefer to sell to six and a half billion people? And I think, you know, the mother yeah. with, you know making investments in, you know, a small village in Africa should have the same access, you know, with her smartphone to investments all around the world. And I think that's going to be, you know, incredible access over the next five years, you know? Well,
0: indeed, indeed. And uh, that is that is something uh, that is so intrinsic with what crypto, you know, came about to do, to be able to give people access to, to funds and then again, by virtue of that, your opportunity to invest in it. Yeah, yeah, super. Okay, one last thing um, before we take one quick question from the audience because we're, we're at the end of our show. Uh, Philippe, you've told us so many things about you know the bull market, the bear markets, the uh, the journey that you've had, the team that you've got, the you know the amazing uh, steps that you took, the luck that you've had with it, and cautioned us against gambling. Also, uh, I might add, um, through all of this, right? Uh, we've got a brief we've just got uh, uh, a glimpse of the surface of uh, Philippe laud the president of of Uber. but the question that I'm certain that's on everybody's mind is hey, what's your personal philosophy right and and what just what wakes you up every morning what keeps you going?
1: No, I definitely like to do good in the world, you know, um, I try not to, uh, you know, hurt anybody or, you know, kill any animals, you know, I'm not vegetarian, but was it, uh, you know, I just want to do do good and, you know, build a products, build products that people can use in day-to-day life and improve people's lives. So, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, enough, try and be uh, harmonious with the world. Super. Uh,
0: Philippe, thank you so much for sharing your insights on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the show, but there's one question uh, I'm going to pick up from the audience um, that uh, I'm seeing, you know, uh, and of course, I think this may be an announcement that uh, is also going to come from Ubit. Somebody wants to know uh, that is, I'll I'll keep the announcement for for after this question. All right. So we have uh, Snow that says, can you share any insight or best practices for crypto individuals looking to enhance the security of
1: their crypto transactions? What do you think they should do? Enhance the security of the, yeah. Like, <laughs> obviously keep those uh, those words safe somewhere. You know, I think, um, you know, I think yeah, be paranoid about the Wi-Fi that you go on as well. You know, whenever we go to certain conferences, we're com- constantly on a conference, circuit conference, you know, I won't say which countries uh, but like you know regularly uh, i think you've got to be aware you know there's far smarter people in the world you know um uh out there than um than uh, myself so you know be careful about which wi-fi you're using and you know keep those uh, uh passwords safe somewhere hidden and they're not online you know uh, a friend of mine got hacked on metamask you know and uh, they basically wow. just hacked his uh he sent him on his uh, email before and uh, just don't ever do that you know your keywords are for a safe deposit box on a written piece of paper not for you know sending to yourself on email truly 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 Philippe. thank you thank you for sharing that questions that that really came <laughs>
0: Thank you, Snow, for that. As you've heard from Philippe, there was a there was a brilliant question. Most of the other questions, Philippe, you've already answered. I see some from uh, from KJ for Historia Money, from Scam, from Crypto Coconut, uh, uh, Isul Lar. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, and lazeri seven one one. All of them have uh, come in with questions, but most of which you've already answered on the show. So thank you so much,
1: Philippe, for, for spending some time If anybody wants to. If anybody wants to ping us questions, I'll always answer. I'm pretty reactive, so yeah, more than welcome.
0: All right, so they they, sh- they can send them to you. They can send them to yeah, you yeah, on, on
1: Twitter,
0: uh, across to you, right? Yep, perfect. Okay, super. So there you've heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Philippe, the last question. I believe that you guys are, Ubit is launching its token
1: at some point soon. Uh, I've Sorry, seen an announcement live. there. It's better. actually live already. Um, so that's the original way the business was funded. so uh, they raised about five million bucks two years ago and put it on MEXC. actually we just got listed on uh, gate about two hours ago. so anyway was it, you know it's up a bit but look, you've seen the quality of our investors. Um, you've seen a a vision into our plans um, you know without selling anything we've got you know a good future ahead of us so you know, the tokens available on gate OBT is the code. Super, uh,
0: Philippe. Thank you. You've heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. You know where to go. Uh, to to get a little more, download the app. If you uh, download the app, and you know where you can find, uh, if you want to make an investment into Ubit, it's there on Mexi, as he says, as well as Gate.io. Just got listed two hours ago. Philippe, to you and the team, congratulations. Thank you, thank you so much for your time. Bye. You're welcome. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning into the show, Diving Into Crypto. This is JP from AdLunum INC, bringing you everything about Web3 and wishing you an excellent day ahead, whether it's good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Have a good one. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by AdLunum. The first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles.